your host of the She Speaks Up podcast. I'm a mama of four boys, a wife, and a mortgage loan officer, but I'm so much more than those titles, and I'm betting you are too. This is a be seen, be heard type of podcast where we walk through life, careers, motherhood, and all the spaces in between. Here, we are all about support, grace, growth, and some awkward laughing. So with that in mind, let's chat. Hey there, I uh, coming at you from the home office today. And the topic that I've been kind of bouncing around my head and that I've talked with some other friends and acquaintances about, they all kind of come down to one theme, which we've all heard the saying, comparison is the thief of joy, um, which is true, 100%. But I feel strongly that comparison is also almost the thief of who we are fundamentally. Let me let me make that make sense. Um, some of the ways that our brains operate, um, and maybe that's because we live in such a high social media world or an instant gratification, or we're just kind of getting bombarded, bombarded, excuse me, um, day and night with different things on TV, on our Instagram, Facebook, whatever you might be um, taking in. And What we see are people's, what we call highlight reels, which is like a perfect moment in time for them and what they're portraying or maybe selling or um, what's, you know, benefiting their lives. And we can often take a look at what's working for them or what they say is so great and think, that's it. That's the magic fix. That's what we're going to do. That's going to make me happier. That's going to make me want to get out of bed and, you know, get on the Peloton that's going to make me want to choose vegetables over chocolate. That's what's going to make me sit down and get some work done instead of procrastinating and scrolling on social media. That's what is going to, you know, that's going to make me feel more comfortable in my skin, or I'm suddenly going to feel beautiful inside, or any number of things we tell ourselves. And the reality is, is that when the voice in our head and when the things that we're telling ourselves on a day-to-day space um, basis, which we're the, we're the one with us for forever, all time. We're the voice that's not ever going to go away. And so kind of thinking about how it is that you're talking to yourself. I know my myself personally, I'm struggling to change the inner critic and the inner voice that I have because she is a harsh bee sometimes. Like she is, she knows my weaknesses. She knows my, um, the crutches that I use when I get stressed out and man, she goes hard when I am trying to um, get myself out of that headspace. She like doubles down. And so it can be so hard to feel worthy, to feel capable, to feel excited, happy, anything. When you have a voice in your head that is just nagging at you, man, bringing you down. And sometimes when we compare ourselves to others or we see what's working for them, we may opt to implement what we see them doing, thinking it's going to be a quick fix and we're suddenly going to be feeling so much better. But the reality is, it's number one, we're seeing a quick little split second or maybe a few moments of what it is they're doing. And oftentimes what they are doing, they're either being paid for or uh, maybe it is working for them, but we're not seeing the whole behind the scenes process where they're doing all these other things. So that one, you know, that one shake or the one exercise move or the one 
book they read or the, you know, isn't necessarily the whole picture. So we get the, we get the item, we get the shake, the dress, the whatever, and we, we use it, we get into it and it, it doesn't make us feel better. We're not any better. We, we aren't feeling, um, super attractive. We're not feeling like we're crushing the world. We're not feeling like we're making progress in our journey. We're not feeling, you know, more empowered or smarter or kinder or anything. And so then we're like, well, it must be me. It it must not, you know, it must be me because it's working for her. So clearly this is a me thing. And I would love for you, and this is a note to myself as well, to maybe take a pause, take a breath and consider I don't have the full story. I don't have the full system as to what this person is doing. And it's okay. This doesn't have to be my fix, my band-aid. I'm going to find what works for me in my own way. And it'll be a lot of trial and error. But I'm worthy of the effort. I'm worthy of the time. And this is something that is important to me to show up as a better mom, a better sister, a better friend, a better wife, a better dog mom, whatever it may be. And the reason I said initially that this was the thief of our who we are fundamentally is because when we're reaching for these quick fixes, we're, if you're anything like me, uh, for example, I saw this woman, she had on a gorgeous, um, like a tutu t- uh, material skirt and a sequins um, shirt. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Now, number one, I don't wear dresses or skirts. I'm not comfortable in them. From the time I was like, could walk. I remember my mom telling me your calves are fat, just like the cowboys like, and I've always been self-conscious of them. So I do anything not to draw attention to them, which means I don't wear skirts. I don't wear shorts. I don't wear um, dresses unless I'm like home or if the weather is requiring me to dress as such. But um but I saw this woman and she was wearing this beautiful outfit. And I thought, I want to wear that for um, the open house for my branch um, of my mortgage business that I have. Um, the branch of Academy Mortgage that I um, run here in Ketchikan. And so I was um, I was all excited. I ordered it, got it here. I loved it. I was so excited. And then I tried it on. And I was like, I don't feel beautiful. I don't feel pretty. I feel fat. I feel like an Oompa Loompa looks. Um, I am so uncomfortable. I don't like it's making me start to itch because I'm getting nervous and I feel flushed and I I just, this is not okay. And I ended up not wearing it. I ended up taking it to our local consignment shop because I couldn't, couldn't deal with it. And I had spent quite a bit of money on it because I was so excited about it because I just knew that I would look like her and I would feel so empowered and so excited and I would just crush this open house. Well, it still, it was what it was. I wore what I was comfortable in. I was able to greet the people that came and have great conversations. And so it was a win. But what I had pictured in my head when I saw that woman on Instagram was that I needed that in order to have a successful moment um, on my, in my open house. And so kind of stepping back from that and that, Maybe that's a weird example, or maybe you get where I was going with it. But um, I really, really feel like we oftentimes reach for something that we know intrinsically isn't actually for us, that 
Like there's no reason why we would actually want to do that. That kind of goes against the things that we enjoy, like stand for whatever, but we still want to try it because we see this glimmer of them, the person um, that we're seeing being excited or happy or it's improved their life or, or they have something that we want. When the reality is, is if we could just, again, like I said before, take the pause and maybe talking to ourselves in the moment isn't going to work and that's fine. But finding ways to feel confident that are unique and true to you. So I don't like wearing dresses and skirts, but I love myself a cute pair of joggers. So finding a pair of joggers that I feel confident in that fit well and that um, you can find dressy ones, amazingly enough, um, and things that you like can walk into owning the room that you're walking into. Um, maybe you've seen women wearing blazers, but you, you know, it's just not something super comfortable. Maybe there's like a sweater blazer that's a little softer, a little less restrictive or a cute sweater that kind of mimics the collar line, like something that is more your style, but is still going to make you feel that confidence and, um, and, and give you that quick fix of dopamine of like, this is a good thing. And so, Instead of the um, immediate self-talk that is like, well, this is terrible. You look you look fat and like a frumpy blueberry from the um, Willy Wonka movie, whatever it may be. That's what I was saying to myself. Um, and so that is the permission, if you will, or the acknowledgement of how our brains operate and maybe the encouragement you need today to kind of take a like I said, take a pause, reevaluate. You're drawn to something because it either is appealing to you or you want to feel the way that that person looks like they're feeling. So maybe how can you make what you see something that is truly for you and not something that you're just trying to become something that you're not? Um, anyway, that is all I had for today. I just, it was something that had kept coming up in conversations with people. And I thought, man, I'm not hearing this from just one person. Um, it's kind of all over. And like I said, I think it's because we're inundated day in and day out, um, everywhere we turn with, um, these images and these people who have these perfect little lives. And, um, I don't think we see that, that maybe it isn't perfect in the back end, that beautiful, room that we see on their page. Maybe if you panned to the left, you might see a sink full of dishes. I don't know, or some unfolded laundry. Who knows? Um, just keeping it real here. So I hope this resonated with you. I can't wait to talk to you soon. Um, and I have some exciting interviews coming up. So have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. If you connected with today's episode, I would love for you to share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally say thank you for your support. Until next time, remember you are so much more capable than you give yourself credit for, and I'm rooting for you.